L'chaim, L'chaim. Yeah, really, this mute is Hashgacha uh, Pratis because me anu kulonu to speak in the presence of greatness, the presence of the Rebbe, which the only expression is is vaidoim to be quiet and to listen and to do, but nevertheless medafdochreden. So the mele will use a few minutes to speak a little bit about the inyan of of Chofches Nisan and how it ties into Deira Shvi. Thank you, Rabbi Levitov, for the introduction. And the Rebbe should help, as the Rebbe would say many times, that the Dvarim Sheifalu Biyu Bahashemim. So I'm speaking to myself, and hopefully it will influence me and those that are around me. So the Chlal, as an introduction, the, the concept of um, us, people, little people, bringing Mashiach is a very big chiddush. It's something which, which doesn't make sense whatsoever. To think that all the datas that uh, preceded us from the time of, of the Ovis and then Meshur Abenu, and then everything that happened after that with the Nevi'im and then eventually the Anshi Knesset Agdela, the Tanoim, the Meroim, the Geinim, and so on and so forth, waited for our simple generation that we should be the ones to bring Mashiach. That's, that's something which doesn't have a place in the Higoyen. It doesn't make sense whatsoever. And that's why Chassidim always knew that the only one that can bring Mashiach is the Rebbe. This is not something that simple Nivroim can actually do. The Rebbe was Mechadish, the whole Indian, that it's up to us that we have to bring Mashiach. And I want to just bring a few points to this to understand that this is not a, it's not a gleich vertel, but when the Rebbe said, uh, or the famous sicha that the Rebbe spoke, Purim Toshim um, Zayin, I remember that I was I came in from Shlichas that time to be by the Fabreng and I brought Balabatim, and that sicha was something that was very difficult to digest. It was very difficult to understand. And the Rebbe said a word there also, he asked the question, the that the Rabbeim, the Nesim, have to bring Mashiach. The Rebbe was very, very serious, which was uncharacteristic in the middle of a Purim Fabrengen. And the Rebbe said an expression that is Mitzad Yeridus Adedis. And a lot of people took the Yeridus Adedis as if it's, it's something negative that we did that caused us to plummet to the lowest level. There's no choice. And there was some Chassidim, I remember at that time, said, that we have to reverse the Yeridus Adedis and let the Rebbe do it. But if you think deeper, um, if you think deeper and you look deeper, you see that this whole concept that the Rebbe wanted to be Meshatef, the Chsidim, and not only the Chsidim, but a whole generation of, of Deir Shvi into bringing Mashiach was not something that was just because of a fault. It was a reality. And maybe the Yeridus Adedis is Mitzad Yeridus Tzedach but you see in the very first Maimer of the Kabbalah Sanasiyas of Yudshvat Toshim Yudalef, where the Rebbe says that it was not in our Bechira that we're in Deir Ashvi, but this is something that we are all in, the Lachain and the Far, Montmen, Tevim, the says it's demanded from each and every one, man, woman, and child, that this is our Tafkit. So it's, it's something which is a very big Chiddush. It's something which doesn't make sense whatsoever. Why it's that this way? 
could be it's mitzah teva hate from the Rebbe that the Rebbe wanted to be mishatev the whole day. I remember one time in Toshlam at Zion in the summertime before the Bachrim, we were Bachrim, then went out on Merkishlikas, and the Rebbe was telling us about our tafkid to be mevarad in Itzutzis wherever we went um, to lift the, the people, the Mkaymon, and that will bring Mashiach. And the Rebbe then said that even if you meet a small child and you give them something to recite a bracha on a shahako, uh, the Rebbe said water or whatever, candy, we, we'd interpret it to be candy, but nevertheless, when the child says the bracha bircha shahakal, it's mevarad and it's that we're waiting, and that brings Mashiach. But the Rebbe spoke a Rashi Sicha about Heid Hahor. And he said that Rashi brings the example of Heid Hahor, that it's a small mountain on top of a big mountain. And, and there's the Mushal, the famous Mushal, that there was a giant walking together with a midget, with a short person. And they were uh, walking along a wall and they were very curious to know what's on the other side of the wall. And um, the giant, even though he was very tall, couldn't see. But he said to the short person, you climb on me and then you will be able to see and you'll report it to me. So the Rebbe says that in that sikha, that it's a shayla, as the Gemara says, is our generation taka, the generation that's proper to bring Mashiach. Is it us, Take, that we can do it? But he said that it's like a short person on top of a giant. So he says, all the Aveda of the data Sarishenim, the data Sakatmenim that they do, they are Take giants. Even with all of their work, they still cannot see what's on the other side of the wall. They can't bring it to the finish line to bring it to this man of Mashiach Tzitkenu. Our generation is Taka Ananis. We have to recognize that we are small compared to them. But nevertheless, we have the ability that the Rebbe picks us up and puts us on the shoulders of the earlier generations so we're able to reach there. So this is something that we have to understand that whether it's Mitav Teva, Hatev Lahetif from the Rebbe, whether it was Lachatchila, something that was... Uh, um, or preordained that's something that I'll leave to the masculine and the grace to him um, to try to interpret it's not something which I think that any of us most of us have a idea but this is the fact so the fact of the matter is that when the Rebbe spoke the uh, Sikha uh, in Toshimem Zayin it was it, it, it didn't surrender enough everybody thought that Rebbe was speaking in the Welt and he was trying to change the atmosphere of the world. What shook everybody up is when the Rebbe spoke, Chof Ches Nisen. But the truth of the matter is that Chof Ches Nisen wasn't really a Chiddush over Toshim Zayin. I remember that night I was uh, on Shlicha, so I listened to it on a hookup, and it was replayed again and again, and there were conference calls, and people were speaking, and people didn't know how to react to it. So I spoke to my father at uh, 1 o'clock in the morning, and I asked him if when the Rebbe went into the room, if he saw any Shinui and Anhagen. And he said that he was wondering himself. Or Bemela, when the Rebbe came into the room after the Sikh, after Maidiv. So he brought out Setlach that, uh, with inquiries from people that wanted answers. And the Rebbe began to answer it. In other words, that 
what I say Karagil is that this whole Indian of Chavchas Nisan wasn't something new. To us, it was a revolution. But to the Rebbe, this was part of the plan and what he spoke about in Toshim Em Zion and really what he indicated in the first Maimon. So the question now is, what do we do about it? And have we done enough? And how does it relate to us today? It's very interesting that when you look at the Rebbe's Hanhoge, we see that it's a Hanhoge that was different than any of the Rabbeim that preceded the Rebbe. The Deira Shvi was totally different in so many different ways. And it's spoken about and written about, Rabbi El would write that the Deira Shvi, just like Mesha was Mamshich, the Rebbe was able to take the deepest inyanim of Pnimi Satera and bring it down to the level that everybody should be able to understand. There's the inyan of the Deira Shvi, of the Rebbe's involvement in every individual. Um, we see that um, in the earlier years, there were Yechidas. People had uh, an ability to go into the Rebbe three times a week, Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday. And then later it was cut to two days a week. But then if you remember in Tav Hey, the Rebbe said then that he's stopping the Yechidism for Yemeletis. And one of the reasons was because the whole union of Yechidus is the meeting of the Yechidus of of the Chosid with the Yechidus of of the Rebbe. And people weren't living up to it. So the Rebbe said that he will do a bracha klonis by the Fabreng and Shabbos Bereshis. The Rebbe still accepted people for Yechidus for um, people that traveled from out of town or special occasions like Bar Mitzvahs, Chasanas Mechulu. But the Indian of the Chosid going in every year, Yemeledes, uh, that stopped. And uh, there were still people that tried to go in for the Yemeledes and they would fool the one that was standing by the door, which was my father to say that they had a special occasion and then when they would go in, they would hand the settle for Yemeledis. And the Rebbe spoke publicly about it. And the Rebbe said, The Rebbe said, because the bracha klolis that he gave that Shabbos Bereshis is the bracha through which all the Hamshachas come. And if you're trying to circumvent that, you are not allowing the bracha that he gave on Shabbos Bereshis to actually be chal. Very sharp for the shenis. Gabi, what am I saying this is that there were still many people that wrote to the Rebbe that they want to have a Yechidus and they missed the fact that they can't go into Yechidus on Yemeledes. And the Rebbe said, To translate that Mistame, you will conduct yourself the way Anash are doing it lately, that they go into Yechidus be'es the Fabrengen. So think about this for a moment. The whole idea of Yechides is Ponim El Ponim. Yechides is the one and only. It's exclusive. And that was the Maila of going into the Rebbe by yourself on Yechides, even though it was filled with trepidation and awe and fear. And everyone that went into Yechides alone knows the preparation that they had to do beforehand. And it was just incredible and indescribable. But nevertheless, here, the Rebbe says that in the presence of Ribui, uh, Yehudim, so many people together, you're still going to Yechidus. So what's the Pshat? The Pshat is that the Rebbe had the ability to connect with each and every individual as an individual in the presence of many. And you see from the Sikhs of the Rebbe, when the Rebbe spoke about what one can do, 
The Rebbe always spoke in the term of a yachid, what the yachid, and do. In other words, the Rebbe spoke to every individual. Rebbe writes in the Adama of Tanya that the Milo of Anasi, which says about Yeshua, that when he speaks, he can speak to every individual. And we know countless stories of people that went into, came into the Fabrengen and their questions were answered and their brachas were fulfilled. This was something that, 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 that is a uniqueness of the Derashvi, where the Rebbe connected with every individual. But my point over here is that even though the Rebbe began to cut Yechidasen, but yet in Toshim Vov, the Rebbe started something which was also unprecedented, and that was that every Sunday, the Rebbe would come out of his room and make everyone a shliach mitzvah, give them a dollar or two dollars with a bracha. And everyone can come and approach the Rebbe. The Rebbe was Yamot Ke'ilu B'Malach Basada with a smile, and he was listening to everybody. If you noticed, you would notice that there was a very big difference between the way the Rebbe gave out dollars on Sunday compared to when the Rebbe gave out dollars after a sicha or after a tefillah downstairs in the shul or a kuntris. It was always very, very quick. Masha'enkin Sunday was the time for discussion. It was, as the Rebbe once explained, it was the Indian from Chesed. So the question is, why is it that the Rebbe um, took out so much precious time and stood every Sunday for hours upon hours upon hours, Hefsik, to greet people from all over the world? Um, that this was part of the Yinu Dei that the Rebbe wanted to empower each and every one that you have the ability to do what you have to do to bring Mashiach. And what does that mean? The Rebbe would quote the Rambam um, very often about what the Rambam says that that they should see that the world is shakal and only one, and the Rebbe would tie shrois. and I know they're playing the tape one machshave, one dibur, one maisan, that could be machriya. And it's you, it's your action. Don't wait for someone else to do it. You can do it. So this is the, the inyan of, of what, what the data should be is and what the whole inyan of tut alzvasi can't. He's not only talking globally, but he's talking individually. That we have to do it. And what does it mean that we have to do it? We can't do it just simply. It has to be bigia. The Rebbe would speak a lot of times about the Iyan of Omo. I know personally, several times when I wrote into the Rebbe, the Rebbe sent me back, Betach, that for Yukuya Metzlei, Haftochas, Maimar Chazal, V'yagaito Matzosim. That the Rebbe said, certainly will be Niskayim by you, the Haftocha, the Rebbe didn't say the Bracha, the Haftocha, of the Chazal, V'yagaito Matzosim. Nothing will come easy. Even though the Indian of Mashiach is a Mitzvah, and as the Rebbe explained many times, that this that it says Behesach Hadas doesn't mean that we don't have to work for it. Hesach Hadas means that the, the Mitzvah, that the Gilui of Mashiach will be beyond and incomparable to the Aveda that we are doing. But it still can't come without Aveda. The Rebbe said many times, I remember when there was an unscheduled Fabrengen. The Rebbe said that in Chsidis Chabad is nishtok There's nothing that nothing that comes automatic. Nothing is instant. Everything comes through hard work. So this that the Rebbe spoke to us individually and said tut alz and he spoke to everybody in the generation means that we need to work on ourselves to change our mindset and frame of thinking to think in a Mashiach way. We have to retrain our brains to think in a Mashiach Dika way. 
We have to retrain our hearts to feel in a Mashiach way. And it doesn't come through slogans and it doesn't come through cliches. And then, oh, before the speaker mentioned about uh, all the um, kinds of communication that we have today, but that's only what we call the, the, the head of the spear. There has to be something much deeper, as I will give a muscle soon. But I want to go back to this Indian of the Aveda. You see that the Rebbe himself, in his Aveda, did it with Haravanya, with Omel. The Rebbe says in many sikhs that even if someone has um, uh, um, uh, uh, an ability and has the talent and has the gift of being to absorb Teda in a very quick way, it doesn't become part of them if it doesn't go through the union of Yagiya, if it doesn't go through labor. There has to be the union of Yagiya. Yagiya comes through Omel, it comes through a lot of hard work of internalizing it, which means to say that for us as Chassidei Chabad, it means to toil and labor in the Rebbe's Teda. Not only to be Yetzir that we're learning to be Prokim of Rambam and we're learning Chitas and we learn a Sicha and a Maimur of the Rebbe, there has to be the Haravanya, the, the effort that we put in to really internalize what the Rebbe is saying. I remember when we were Bachrim in the Lamids, the early Lamids, to a Siddush of Bachrim, that after the Fabrengen, they would go to Chazara with Rabiel, they would make notes for themselves, but then they would say, what does the Rebbe want from me in this Sicha? How is my life changing because of the Sicha that the Rebbe spoke or the Maimed that the Rebbe said? Allah has come of a Kama, in today's times, when we need it most, and we're learning a Maimon and a Sicha, we have to internalize it. We have to hurt of it. And this is not only to Chassidi Chabad. This is to everybody. And Baruch Hashem, we have the ability today to, uh, to be Mefitz the Rebbe's Teda in an unprecedented way, in every language possible. And I say there's a moment of pride that uh, yesterday... I had uh, someone in, uh, in my shul, two people actually that are not Chabad, but they, they were learning a Sikha from the Rebbe in English, Brade, a Diyuk and Rashi. But they spent the whole afternoon studying it and learning it and hurting on it. And they were beaming at night that they were able to understand the Sikha, they were able to understand the Dukim, the whole paradigm shift of how the Rebbe looks at Rashi. This is something that we have an obligation to do. This is part of the bringing of Mashiach bringing the Teda of the Rebbe to the people and bringing people to the Teda of the Rebbe. So this is something of, of changing our own frame of mind. This is Mifsa Teda that the Rebbe wanted. Mifsa Teda is Pasha that we have to go out and, and, and teach. Then there's all the other Mifsai. But it comes through Haravanya the Mifsai. Mifsa Tfilin is not just a, a fluke. Even the Rebbe says, but it has to be built on a very strong Yisod. We have to internalize this whole union of the day, Rashvi, how every moment of the day is a day that's given to the Rebbe. Every morning when we wake up and we say, right after that, we have to think, what does the Rebbe want from us today? What, how am I fulfilling my obligation to the Rebbe? That the Rebbe heard of it for me and the Rebbe heard of it for Klal Yisrael. And the Rebbe is lifting me on the shoulders of the giant, as we mentioned before, how am I living up? If you could just sit and imagine, I remember uh, in 770, one of the things that people would make them very uh, agitated was if the Rebbe was waiting for something, the Rebbe would turn around and wait, the Rebbe Vart, the Rebbe Vart, everything would stop and you would try to expedite it as soon as possible. 
If you think for a moment that the Rebbe is standing over you, as it says, and Avart, he's waiting for you. So that has to cause that you should have that oomph to be able to do the Aveda of the Deir Ashvi B'Simcha. I want to finish with one thing because we get carried away today living in our generation where everything is, uh, is basically either a tweet or, or a little slogan on Facebook and all the other forms and means of communication. It's all nice and good, but it doesn't fulfill the Kavana. So I want to share a story from Rab Mendel Futafas. And this is a story that we internalized when he was fabreng with us. And the story is that when he was in, um, unfortunately, in prison in the labor camps in, in Russia, so he gravitated or they gravitated to him all the intelligentsia. So he had uh, architects and engineers and doctors and they liked him because he was always happy. He was always besimcha. And they asked him, was bestu besimcha? And he said, why you betzad? And obviously because their life came to a halt. He said, my life is Avedas Hashem and Avedas Hashem could be anybody. But the story that he told was that one time when they were sitting, so the, there was an engineer there who actually worked in the military. And he said one of the great inventions that they actually came up with was these kind of pontoon bridges that if you have to get troops and, and armor to move from one side to the other side over a river, so there's no time to build a bridge. So they have now this very strong material where they fill it with uh, helium. And when it fills with helium, it becomes like a solid item, a solid bridge, and they can have troops crossing over it, and they can have um, even tanks crossing over it. It's inexpensive compared to building a steel bridge, and it goes up much faster. And in a time of war, it's one of the mechanisms that they have, which allows them to progress very quickly. So Rav Mendel asked him a question. If it's so less expensive, to produce this kind of bridge and you can do it quickly and it can help troops cross over, why are not all the bridges in our country built this way? So the engineer looked at him and he said, why don't you understand at the end of the day, it's made of material and it has helium. All you need is one ship to go through and it nicks it and opens it up. And the whole thing falls apart, the plots and there's nothing left. So Rab Mendel said that he internalized it in Aveda as well. He says, sometimes a person comes and he becomes nisaded. And but he doesn't do the work. So he's like a helium balloon, like a helium bridge. So it's good for the moment. But then if you nick it with a shtikl yetzer nick it with a shtikl taiva, then the whole thing falls apart. If you want to have a strong yisayid in Aveda, you have to work with yourself and transform yourself. And it takes all the planning and the building with the heavy steel. And then when you have something solid, even if it's hit by a ship, it's unmoved and it's there forever. And that's what Chesidus wants. The same thing is true when it comes to Mashiach. It's nice that we have the slogans. In our days, it was bumper stickers. Today, it's a tweet. But that's not the Aveda. That is the result of the Aveda. We have to be grounded. We have to build our own Yisod through learning the Rebbe's Teda and Kochazach and the Rebbe's Maimonim and Sichas and Igres and Taka internalizing it and doing it, practicing it 
And with that, we reframe our minds to be a Mashiach Dikaway. We reframe our heart to be Mashiach. And then we can fulfill the Kavone and Take, bring the Nachas Ruch to the Rebbe. And the main thing is to Takasidi is Galas Mashiach, take of Miyat Mamish, Lachaim Lachaim.